This is Publishers Marketplace Deluxe for Friday, March 10th. I'm Robin Delabo. Among the 60 deals we reported today is Yale researcher and lecturer James Kimmel Jr.'s The Science of Revenge to Harmony at Auction. Barnes & Noble Education announced results for the third quarter ending January 28th with sales of 447 million dollars, up 11% from $403 million last year. Net loss was $25 million, down from a loss of $36.8 million in 2022. These improvements are tempered by the fact that results are still down from pre-pandemic earnings, which were falling even then. For comparison, sales for the same quarter in 2020 were $502 million, $550 million in 2019 and $603 million in 2018. In a call with investors on Thursday, CEO Michael Husby said that First Day Complete, a program that bundles course material as part of tuition costs, is the company's number one priority, and thus they are winding down relationships with most stores that aren't planning to adopt that model. In fiscal 2024, our total store count is expected to be lower than today, but our store platform will be more profitable and better positioned for future growth, he said. More details, including a store count, are expected with the company's year-end results in late June. Retail sales for the third quarter were $421 million, up 12.4%, due to increased course material and merchandise sales. Comparable course material sales were up 7.4% and rental income increased 76.6%, both owing to increased sales in the first day complete program, which was up 58.6% to $121 million. Wholesale sales were up 5.2% over last year to $38.9 million though adjusted earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization for the segment was down $1.1 million to $3.1 million due to higher markdowns. Digital student solution sales were down 4.5% to $9 million. Layoffs from December resulted in a restructuring charge of $6 million and the company says that they are seeing cost savings as a result and are standing with their projection of 20 to $30 million in adjusted earnings before interest taxes, depreciation, and amortization, which doesn't really mean anything since in the real unadjusted world, they continue to lose money. The net loss through three quarters is $55.6 million, almost even with the $57.9 million loss this time a year ago. As we note regularly, the last time the company made money was in fiscal 2017, when they earned $5.4 million. Earlier this week, the company extended the maturity date on its credit agreement by six months to August 2024, and extended its term loan credit agreement by six months to December 2024. Their leader throughout the loss-making period offers his usually usual celebratory remarks. Husby said in the release, quote, our profitability improved this quarter driven by the growth of higher margin revenue streams 
and the execution of our previously announced cost reduction initiatives, which we began to see the partial benefits of in the third quarter. We continue to focus on achieving efficiencies and reducing costs to further improve our operating performance and position us for sustainable EBITDA growth. In the wake of reports of classic books by Roald Dahl and Ian Fleming being revised, R.L. Stein responded to reports that he made changes to his Goosebumps series to remove potentially offensive language. Though many reports imply that the novels are currently being edited and reissued, including changing numerous instances of the word, quote, crazy, unquote, Scholastic stated that the changes took place when the classic novels were republished years ago. Quote, I've never changed a word in Goosebumps. Any changes were never shown to me, Stein wrote on Twitter. Many books in the series were re-released in paperback from 2008 to 2011, and e-books were published in 2011. Quote, for more than 30 years, the Goosebumps series has brought millions of kids to reading through humor with just the right amount of scary. Scholastic takes its responsibility seriously to continue bringing this classic adolescent brand to each new generation. When reissuing titles several years ago, Scholastic reviewed the text to keep the language current and avoid imagery that could negatively impact a young person's view of themselves today, with a particular focus on mental health, Scholastic said in a statement. The Goosebumps books were created by book packager Parachute Press, which was co-founded by Stein's wife, Jane Stein. In 2003, Scholastic acquired the Goosebumps trademark and all worldwide rights. Scholastic has not responded to requests for comment about Stein's remarks. In a 2022 interview on the Armchair Expert podcast, Stein said that his editor discouraged him from using certain words, such as lame and moron, in new Goosebumps and standalone books. Quote, there's so many things in Goosebumps that I could do 10 years ago that I can't do today, he said. I can't use the word crazy in Goosebumps. He went on. People are way oversensitive, I think. I mean, in many ways, it's wonderful that people are sensitive to others who never used to be. People used to be cruel to all kinds of people, and now they have to think twice. That's wonderful. That is all the news for today. Have a great weekend.